Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Tuesday. It is Dave Sturgio, it is Chris Gucci, and of course, A5 Anthony behind the glass sure here at Chop Studios. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Hope everybody uh, stayed up and enjoyed the the fun of Monday Night Football. I mean, obviously, we'll get into that. Uh, wasn't much fun at all for anybody involved. Um, if you're a Patriots fan, I guess you can get excited. I mean, you got some kind of a chance at the playoffs, so you're kind of in the hunt, right? I mean, aren't you the sixth seed now? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, so in the hunt means like you're on the outside looking in. Do you know ESPN put up a graphic last night and they were calling it um, loitering? Like they were like. In the playoffs, instead of in the hunt, it was like loitering. And like Joe Buck was like, isn't that illegal? <laughs> Just like, well, I don't know why I mean, they would I guess use it's that. pretty funny. Good job, ESPN. Yeah, way to go. Good job. Uh, <laughs> fell flat. Uh, but there is a lot to get into from last night's game. And we start with our top movers of the night. And this is an unfortunate one to talk about because of the uh, repercussions that follow it. And that's Kyler Murray going down relatively early. My dad was uh, playing him in fantasy football. And he said he turned on the game five minutes late. And he saw Colt McCoy in. He didn't know what the heck happened. Uh, so, obviously, it, it stinks. Kyler Murray scrambles right side, does his thing, non-contact. His, you know, the, the look of it looks like his knee exploded from him. And I've done this before. I, I've torn my ACL. This is not a fun situation. What people are saying that could be the thing is a torn ACL. As soon as that happened, he's down 7%. If you have the five-time go long on him, you're looking at a 35% loss last night, um, but you're probably going to lose even more. So I would get out now when the MRI confirms that it's a torn ACL. Right now, the market's like timid see, saying it might not be as bad. See, Maybe. I don't is, know. This is one of those spots where I feel like Kyler regains his value at a certain point. Now, the same way you look at the market where it's like if you're going to sit here and hold, you could hold Kyler and I think you're going to get your money back, but do you want to sit there and hold him until he's maybe gonna, maybe a month, two months into next season? I was going to say, he's not going to be ready for the opener. He, like the Cardinals. He, he might. He might. I mean, that's Look, a freakish thing. That's a nine-month quick turnaround. That's, that's I quick. I mean, Odell, Odell. Odell's still not playing. Jamison Williams tore his in the national championship game last year. That was year. early January. We're in December. Okay, but he's playing. That's 12 months. He's, now he's been playing for two weeks. So that's I'm just still saying. Still 12 like, months. It's a long time, man. I'm telling you. You're, you're, it's not fully 12 months because the, the national championship game hasn't taken place yet. Even freaks like Michael Gallup, who did it in January, were back. Came back in 10. Like, you could look at like a 10-month period. But when you Kyler. play the style of football that Kyler plays, that, that's not going to be a thing, I don't think. Do you think this guy has to completely change his way of playing? No. So I think it, I think an ACL in the NFL now it stinks because it's you lose your season, but you don't necessarily lose your career anymore. And the surgeries are done really well. Obviously, like you, you've seen tons of guys bounce back from ACL injuries. Joe Burrow had one a couple of years back mm -hmm. as a rookie, and everybody thought the wheels came off. But now Joe Burrow's the man, so <laughs> right. it's safe to say that Kyler is not Joe Burrow. I think we could all agree on that one uh -huh. in terms of the quarterback itself. But I think Kyler. I'm not a big fan of Kyler Murray. I reluctantly do own him in a dynasty fo uh, fantasy football league as well. But I don't know if the move is to sell. It depends on your, your approach here. Because when I'm in this type of situation in the actual market, I kind of hold if I still believe that this guy is going to bounce back or the company will bounce back. In this case, it's the guy. I think Kyler will bounce back to his, uh, his share price that he started at yesterday. 
but it's going to take about eight to ten months, maybe even a little bit longer, as Dave pointed out. I mean, so, that could be. I mean, when you talk about going long on somebody, as as Chris's shirt says today, um, it, it's that's long. That's yeah. a long play. Now, conversely, I don't think that anybody should be going long on Colt McCoy either. No, no, no. Colt McCoy. By the way, what a beating he took last night. That dude was rocked <laughs> plenty of times the Patriots defense pinned their ears back we said going in to this game that the Patriots defense was something to kind of keep your eye on because of guys that like Judon and stuff like that those guys are flying around they're pinning yeah. their ears back a couple sacks out of what's it like Uchi U- Uche I don't know he's got like eight sacks in the last nine games I like he's having a hell of a season I had the case of the Mondays last night so I was like it was like oh I'm gonna sit down and watch the game before the game started I passed out oh right? nice then I woke up and I saw like Kyler on this on the cart and I was like oh <laughs> and then I woke that up can't be good I woke up and I was like Pierre Strong just ran one in I was like <laughs> who the hell is Pierre Strong <laughs> where's Ramondre Stevenson and then all of a sudden it was like well this game is over because the Patriots are no way giving up two touchdowns to a um, Colt McCoy-led offense in the second half. So Yeah, I uh, slapped the bet, by the way. That was an easy play for me, yeah. <laughs> minus the three. Um, but anyway, moving on. Uh, unfortunately, look, again, Kyler will be missing a, plenty of time. Uh, if you're an uh, investor in Kyler, you, look, not, chances are he does what Chris says he's going to do. He's going to regain what he just lost. But... It's it's a very yeah. long. You got to be patient there's, with Kyler Murray now. You know, if you don't want to displace your funds in Kyler Murray for now, Correct. there's going to be other money to be made as the season goes on, as they incorporate other sports. Just keep throwing it on Tua, uh, not Tua. Act Tua, fine. Jalen Hurts, guys jumped over the MVP conversation. Now he's like the odds-on favorite. Like Mahomes doesn't stand a chance. All of a sudden. Um, all right, moving on to who you just said, Mr. Strong, uh, Pierre Strong Jr. bursted onto the scene last night. He's got himself. A nice little boost. Uh, five runs, 70 yards, 44-yard scamper. He had a nice little burst. He's up 9%. If you have a two-time multiplier on him, look, I don't I don't foresee anybody going into last night with a Pierre Strong Jr. in their portfolio. However, we saw Stevenson get banged around. He was in and out of the lineup. Damian Harris missed the game. He's sitting there in street clothes. There is opportunity now with Bill Belichick. This has always been the thing. With his defense, uh, his uh, running backs, it's like you can never pick one because he's got a million we're back to that situation because Ramondre was becoming the bell cow and now he gets banged up and now all these new guys get this opportunity. So now I'm looking at a strong. Are you in on strong for the rest of this season? No, I have to see what's going on with Stevenson first, but look, even yesterday in, in a game that they were able to pretty much, I guess, do some good things offensively. Pierre strong still only had five touches or five carries seven total touches. So it wasn't like he was just heavily involved and he was getting the ball every play and he doesn't seem to be the type. If anything, he might be able to carve out a nice role, as you've seen other guys do in the Patriots offense mm-hmm. in the past, like a Kevin Falk, a um, James White type. Mm-hmm. So those those things, that's a possibility. I just, Ramondre Stevenson, he does a lot in the past game, and, and I don't know that they're really looking for that guy right now. Ramondre Stevenson gets healthy. I think he's still the play. And, I mean, as we get into the next guy, we could might as well just bring him up with Hunter Henry. I think the conversation that we could be had about yesterday's game was – that most of the guys that moved in the positive direction, I don't know that there was many people invested in them. It was one of those weird games where it wasn't very star-driven. Uh, there wasn't a lot of stars doing a lot I mean, of great things. I mean, you have Hopkins putting the ball on the carpet. Like, yeah, know, uh, what, James Conner went up a, a, a little bit. But what I think we had an opportunity to see yesterday is some of these guys, maybe a Hopkins or a Ramondre Stevenson, take a little bit of a dip. And I've been screaming Ramondre Stevenson from the mountaintop since, I guess, about a month and a half ago. Now he's a little bit lower. 
you might have an opportunity here to buy low on some of these guys. Um, if you aren't in on Ramondre Stevenson yet, monitor what that injury is, but I feel like it's a good opportunity. Well, speaking of um, Henry, uh, Hunter Henry, look, yesterday only three catches on three targets, caught them all, 70 yards, you know, so, like, he definitely ran free a lot across the middle of the field. Mac Jones, which I'm – I'm out on Mac Jones. I am. I just don't buy it. I don't. He seems like he's just. There's a lot of crying involved. Like he's just. I don't know. There's a lot of like. I think yesterday the camera caught him. Like like you saw Patricia trying to call something out, and Bailey was like, "No, not Bailey. A freaking what's this guy?" He was like, "Go away." He's like, "What do you mean, trying dude?" To deal with Matt Patricia calling plays for you. Yeah, though. but I understand that. And while I agree that it's like a weird thing, but like, dude, this uh, Mac Jones is just. Yeah, I don't I'm know. Not, he just I'm doesn't. Not, I'm not in on Matt Jones. But, I, I guess I'll eat my words from yesterday because I I did say I think he'd have some success. I mean, he didn't have a, a, a yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, look, he threw for two two thirty five, but he threw a pick, no touchdowns. Um, mm. Running game style, you know, he had a rating of seventy five point three, so it wasn't great. But Hunter Henry, on the other hand, you know, he gets open. He's a quarterback, a young quarterback's best friend when he's underneath like that. Um, He's not talked about enough this year. We, we talk of tight ends all year round. We're talking the Kelseys right. of the world and Goddard before he got hurt. And, and, and you know, we're uh, every week we're like, this will be the week for Pitts. And then he goes down. You know what I mean? Like, Hunter Henry isn't talked about enough. He's up 2%. Right now he's, like, sandwiched between David Njoku and Darren Waller, two guys that have not performed this year. Waller's been hurt a lot. And Njoku is just – he's had spurts but not much. It's just, I don't know. He used to be one of the top guys, Hunter yeah, Henry. Yeah, I mean, well, Hunter Henry isn't talked about enough, and deservedly so, because he hasn't even had one game this season where he's had five receptions. And there's there's been a, a bunch of games where he's had three or less. I'll ask you a question. There's though. not one game where he's been targeted over seven times. Um, he only has two touchdowns. Did he have a touchdown yesterday? No. He did not. So, no, I'm I'm still... Well, here's here's my question to you, if you're projecting and you're... you're the market projects him to only have a dollar seventy-seven going forward for the rest of his career. He's twenty-eight years old. Like, do you find that to be low for I him? I find his age to be a lot lower than I thought it was. That's what I'm saying. He's, bro. he's 28. twenty-eight. Like, he's not even thirty. I, know, yet. I. They signed him over there to be him and Janu were like a, supposed a, to be the, the one. Somewhat two. of a more of a focal point of this offense, and yeah. he hasn't necessarily lived up to it. Hunter Henry has always had an injury history. So I think the market expects him to kind of continue in that direction. And look, he has a full go of it as the, the true tight end one on an offense that you would expect traditionally use their tight ends a whole lot, and he's not doing much. I, I agree with the market. I, I, would yeah. say, I would say, if anything, there's a little bit of a lofty expectation because there's a ton of tight ends that are coming dollar, up in this league. $1.77 for the rest of his career. All right, let's just So think let's just about, say he plays another seven years. But, but let's just think about... All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up his 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 graph. Yeah, because it's, it, you'll have to figure out how much he's making a year, right? His average, right? Um, because I, I don't know. I just when I saw this number, and I'm I'm on the app, and I'm like, wait, what? You know, like what? Like it's one thing to say, like, all right, well, maybe maybe another three bucks. You know, he's got seven years left, and but like under two dollars for the rest of his career to me seems low. All right, well, he's only banked under six, so yeah. Well, Again, if you look at some of the seasons he's his had, time in San Diego, if you've looked that, at that was when it was peak Hunter Henry, and then you get put into a new system, dual quarterback set. Do you think, not a co- not not a coordinator in sight think, right now for the offense? Do you think at like age twenty nine, he's going to get like a little more athletic? I don't. I don't know, man. I mean, just I don't, I don't know. Maybe don't, I'm just. It's not like Hunter Henry's like a friend of mine, but you know what yeah, I mean. Like, I, 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 I understand. I understand what you're saying, and I think that he he 
had expectations coming into the league, and he had maybe a couple flashes where it looked like there's some real potential with Hunter Henry right. on a season or two. And then he signed this deal with New England, and it hasn't gone well for him. So look at the spot. Maybe that a new he's spot in. eventually. Maybe yeah. maybe he becomes a seasoned vet somewhere else. I don't know. Let's I just look, feel like Hunter look, Henry could be a thing. Let's look around the league. A lot of guys, a lot of teams are using these two tight ends now. It's just it's being split up a little more. There's not many true tight ends that are. Yeah, unless you're Travis Kelsey the getting best tight end in 40 fantasy. targets a game. Yeah, it's it's um I'm 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 a no. I'm a short game on. On Hunter Fair Henry. enough, Hunter. Not I'm sorry, man. We're just we can't get on the same page here. I believe in you. Don't know why. I just feel like you could be something. All right. So as we get into uh week number 15, which is like depressing. I remember saying like week four, it's going too fast. We're in December yeah, now. Man, We're headed to the 15, playoffs. Try being, we gotta catch you up. What? Try being like five and eight. And in the hunt. <laughs> or in in what are you doing? Loitering. <laughs> Somewhat. Um I would say the Packers are probably loitering. We're not in the hunt yet. <laughs> they were all in the same conversation. The loitering conversation was everybody that was well, in I the know. hunt. I'm I'm fixing their graphic. Oh, okay. All right. Uh but anyway, let's catch you up on some of these rookie quarterbacks because a lot of movement is happening currently because of the fact that this week we get to see the debut of Desmond Ritter. We'll start with him, and then we'll kind of catch you up on everybody else, see if these guys have any kind of staying power going forward. Because, look, there's been guys that have spiked on the mojo market because of opportunity, and then as soon as their opportunity saw itself play out, you're never going to see this guy again. So there's a couple of those guys, but there's a couple of guys that I'm definitely going long on. We'll start with Desmond Ritter with the expectations of him. Right now, he's priced at $7.88. He does have a three-time multiplier on him. Since draft day, since he came into the league, he's up 39%. Now, the reason for that is because of the fact that there was games where Mariota looked completely lost, right? And there's expectations to say maybe one day this guy gets into the game, and maybe this season it could be. We'll see. The Atlanta Falcons hovering around a playoff spot all of a sudden because of the fact that the NFC South stinks. But, like, when you look at Ritter, the opportunity is now. So now what I'm thinking is this. His debut this Sunday you have a chance to make some serious coin if this guy goes off, right? Yes, yes, you do. Um, I like Ritter, right? I've been in on Ritter more so because I'm forced to. I pulled a Desmond Ritter auto. I've talked about it on this show like 15 <laughs> times. I'm manifesting some good things for Desmond Ritter. Mm. Um, I think Desmond Ritter is a slightly better version of a Marcus Mariota in terms of athletic ability. He's a bigger – I think he's a little bit bigger. I know he's faster. I know for a fact he's got a rocket for an arm – it's about can he make the right decisions? Is he going to be able to uh, break down a defense, pick up things like uh, um, you know audibles in the line of scrimmage? Those are the things that we're going to have to find out, like any other young quarterback. But at this point, coming off a of bye week, I think it's a good spot for them to be in, right? I'm not sure exactly who their schedule is. It's, but against, the, it's against the Saints. They're in the, the NFC dome. South. I mean, yeah, the Saints. We could say, oh, winner of this game. All of a sudden, is we could say, <laughs> oh, the, the Saints got. He's got to go play in the dome. Oh, I don't know about that. And it's like, well, do you really think that the Saints fans give a crap right now about the Saints? They're they have they're the, a rabid fan base, regardless. They're the fifth pick, and they don't have it. They're sick in New Orleans right now. <laughs> trust me, right? And yeah, who that go that to? All that said, though? they're a top five Frickin pick. Eagles. They're a team picking in the top five. So. It's not like he's got this this daunting matchup. I like Desmond Ritter in this one. Uh, I like Desmond Ritter going forward. They have him technically. I mean, right now, if you're looking at future mojo uh, value, he's second. It's Kenny Pickett, which I'm sure we're about to talk about in a second, with 16.69 in future market projections. And Desmond Ritter comes in at second. With 7.89. Sorry, nice. there he is. Okay. And then Malik Willis right after him with 7.78. So... 
I don't know that they, they expect him to be a starter, but they know that he's going to get his opportunity, and that might be a season or a season and a half's worth of opportunity. Um, even if Mariota was to – if it wasn't like a benching, it, he's out for the season now. So there is nobody to look over his shoulder at. That's true. It's Desmond Ritter's job for the, for the foreseeable future. So, yeah, I'm going to go long on Desmond Ritter. You were just talking about – yeah, I, I'm, I'm also on that too, and I think he has a successful game. Him and, I also him think, and Drake London I might be something. I also think his game fits well into that system that they're already running, right? It's like Mariota didn't do much. So you're asking Desmond Ritter to come in and also not do much – but with the potential to blow the top off the defense with a deep ball. I'm with it. That Mariota couldn't do. Another guy who Moving has pl- played this season so far is Kenny Pickett. You just mentioned him, right? So for the season, he's got just under 1,800 yards, four touchdowns, eight picks, 65% completion percentage. He's rushed for 44, to, uh, 44 times, 225 yards. He's actually ran the ball in three times in the pay dirt. Kenny Pickett right now is sitting there at 19 and 36, $19.36. He's up 35% since draft day. We all know the spike when it happened when Mitch was benched. Does Kenny Pickett to you have staying power in this league? It, like right now, the Steelers are a couple games under 500. They're rounding out their season. It's clearly not Mitch Trubisky. They've invested in Kenny Pickett. Will you invest in Kenny Pickett? Yes. Okay. I, I have not yet, and I have to full disclosure there. Um, but it's not necessarily because I don't believe that Kenny Pickett is is going to be good. I just think that it's going to take some time on that Steelers offense. And look, th- to ask, answer your question, do I think Kenny Pickett has staying power? I do, at, at least a little bit, because he's a first-round pick, so there's capital invested mm-hmm. in, in drafting him, right? And the second aspect of that is that he's a Pittsburgh alum, a Pitt, University of Pittsburgh alum, so there's a, there's a fan base there. There's, a, there's like a following. There's... The fans are going to give him a longer leash. Now, is that all? But I was just going to say, is that also a detriment? Because, I mean, like, he's the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, went to Pitt, all these expectations. Oh, it could be. Now, all of a sudden, it you're could like, be. It now could you be. can't root against him because he's the hometown it, boy. It, you know what I mean? It could like, be if you're a Steelers fan and he and he's not good. But if you're a, if you're a Mojo investor, that's it, actually just a good thing because getting the opportunity to be the starting quarterback for as long as possible gives you more true. opportunity to make money. So, while maybe... To your point, yeah, it stinks for the Steelers fans, but if he's good, right, and he yeah. just needs – you ever see those memes where it's like, you, you know, you got a guy digging through dirt and there's like the diamond right on the other side of like a one-inch of dirt? Uh-huh. Imagine they bench a quarterback, give him the long leash in Pittsburgh. They have no offensive line. They're really struggling offensively, um, but they do have George Pickens. They do have Deontay Johnson signed for a little bit. You know, Johnson hasn't scored a touchdown this year? I do know that. That's crazy. Um, and he had one, and it was called back <laughs> – <laughs> Trust me. That little uh, means he lost some fantasy that week because yeah, of it. And uh, they have Firemuth, <laughs> they have Najee Harris, Jalen Warren's got a nice little. Uh, you mean Jeff Heath? Not Jeff Heath. Uh, what's his name? Heath Miller. Heath Miller. Heath. Jeff Heath. Exactly. Safety of the Cowboys. <laughs> the goat himself. Um, anyway, don't don't get it twisted. Jeff Heath. Yeah, had Pittsburgh's his offense is young and and similarly good, like the Jets are. Like they have good young talent, and mm. I believe they could build around Pickett for a little bit. All right. Another guy that's going to be playing again this week for his second start is Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy right now, he costs $3.30. Super low, right? He's up 102% since draft day. Since becoming Mr. Irrelevant, he's up 102%. Now, that's not with a multiplier, right? Brock Purdy, he's played one game, right? So I'm not about to, like, or one and a half, whatever the case. Two-ish, whatever. First drive. Fine. 
So it's been That's two true. games. Two games, fine. Has Brock Purdy done enough, in your mind, to at least be a backup quarterback for the rest of his career? He's Mr. Irrelevant. Sometimes, most times, sixth to seventh round picks don't even make rosters in the NFL. This guy, all of a sudden, is a starting quarterback of the potential NFC West champion, San Francisco 49ers. He might get a playoff game. He's yeah. going to get a playoff game. You know what I mean? So, like, how how are you playing this market right now with Brock Purdy? Well, this one, I know we talked about him yesterday because we're all excited. It's the Purdy show. It's Brock season, all that stuff. But, like, right now, like, now if you're making some moves today on the market, how are you playing Purdy? Um, well, right now I'm reading that his injury isn't serious. That oblique. He's he going to play. He's going to play. They're saying he has a there's a, a fifty the chance. Who the hell is the backup down there now? Realistic chance that he misses Thursday's game. It says that. Can you so, imagine? Who the um, hell's the fourth quarterback of the but Niners? There's I also a realistic chance that he does play the game. So yeah, I do think Brock Purdy did enough. I wouldn't say enough for his career. I mean, I don't know that he's ever going to be a, a true starter. So in that sense, it's, I think compared to Nick Mullins last, you know what I mean? Like his career last four years, he's never going to be a starter in that span. Unless there's an injury ah, that happens. Josh Johnson. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, he could play. He's a journeyman. But he could play on Thursday. If they needed it to be. Yeah, anyway. he's been on the most teams in NFL history, I think. Definitely all 32. Maybe even a 33rd. <laughs> like he's he's actually on a franchise that doesn't exist he's yet. the third time on the 49ers. Right. So <laughs> he's made his rounds. There at least is some familiarity with the system. But, um, yeah, so staying on So Purdy. back to the point, yeah, I think, if anything, it means that Jimmy G is clearly going to be out of town after this season because Brock Purdy has done enough as the seventh-round pick with a, the cheapest possible rookie contract you could possibly have He's outside, like league of, minimum outside right of an undrafted free yeah. agent. Um, how crazy is this where I've always asked, anytime we've had a, a rookie or a, a college kid on one of our shows and we've asked them questions, I would ask, like, would you rather get draft, not get drafted at all than get drafted with the last pick? Oh, and, we talked to Tavertoff about yeah, that, Yeah, and right? then they're like, well, I would definitely want to get drafted just because it's kind of cloud. It's a flex. But yeah. at the same time... You know, the financials aren't much different than if you just get to pick where you go. If there's a bunch of teams that are interested, then it's you true. get to pick. But nonetheless, Brock Purdy. And those guys get calls on draft day. They're, they're like, listen, we're not going to draft you. But, but <laughs> if you yes. make it through, we're going to give you a mil. You know what I mean? Or something yeah, crazy there's like no that. way. That I can't see any situation in the foreseeable future where the 49ers let Brock Purdy walk. Right. Right. Jimmy G walks before Brock Purdy. So he's a roster spot next year. Almost guaranteed right now to me. So, if you think Trey Lance is healthy or will be healthy, then maybe you pump the brakes on Brock Purdy. But I think Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy gets some. It's the Purdy Party. Some starts. I, I like think it. he gets some starts in this league. We're looking at it as he's got seventy-four cents in bank value, right? Already two fifty-six <laughs> in future value. Two games, seventy-four cents. The way I'm looking at it, he didn't even really light it up in the game too. He mm -mm. played well. But the way I'm looking at it, he don't need much more to exceed those expectations. Very so true. I'm all about Brock Purdy. Same, same. All right. Um, right one more guy to talk about in, in a positive light who's who's played football in the NFL this year is Malik Willis. Now, he came in and spot starts when, when Tannehill went down. They had some packages for him early on, right? So Malik Willis is only throwing the ball 34 times in his NFL career right now based off his spot starts. 157 yards. He's not even throwing a touchdown yet. He's throwing a pick. Um, he's 19 rushes for 72 yards. Now, Malik Willis, since draft day, is down 33%. Okay? There's a three-time multiplier on this guy, so mm, yikes if you went long on him off the rip. But here at Mojo, it's all about future expectations. The Titans are reeling right now. The Titans are on their way to potentially miss the playoffs. 
Potentially, but they probably won't because they're going to win that division, right? So, like, they won't make the playoffs. I mean, they won't miss the playoffs. So, there's, like, standard, right? I mean, the Colts, no. The Jaguars, no. Uh, The Texans, absolutely not, right? So, like, they're going to make the playoffs by default. Do we live in a world where if they keep reeling that they can make a switch going into the postseason with Malik Willis instead of Tannehill? I don't think so. You would think it'd be silly, but then, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, well, they're not doing nothing yeah, but, with Tannehill right but now. But we saw what that offense looked like this year with Malik Willis, and it's a little bit worse with him than okay. it was with Tannehill, right? I think that they scored 13, 13, 13 or but something But based like off that. of this season as a whole, right, if the Titans go on and win the AFC South, which they should, they will. I think they've already clinched or something like that. Maybe not. But if they go off and win the AFC South— is Tannehill safe next year too? No, no, right. Not, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's why I mean, Malik Willis right now also, might be also, down, but I also don't think that the the Titans necessarily view him as the incumbent starter or the, the next guy. Wow. All right. So you think maybe next year, if somebody falls into their lap that they like, they might draft him too? Not necessarily draft. I mean, there's going to be some vets available. There's going to be a Jimmy. They G got a vet already. I mean, they got Tannehill. I mean, okay, okay, but you know, I'm just saying they got a vet in Tannehill, but Tannehill's not really getting it done. It's like. Sometimes you need a new message. Sometimes you need something different to change things up. But if we want to talk about Malik Willis, what I think is that it was a bad draft pick. I don't think that Malik Willis necessarily is a bad football player. I don't think stylistically this is a fit whatsoever. With Derrick Henry, he needs the ball. He needs to be deep in the backfield. Look how far deep he lines up in the backfield. Oh, it's like 12 yards like sometimes. 12 or 13 <laughs> yards. And almost 90% of the snaps, you got Tannehill under center. Malik Willis in college wasn't under center ever at Liberty, so he was in the shotgun the entire time. Do you think they time. had the idea that like we can become like this RPO, faster octane offense with the run game because of the fact that he's in? I don't think so. If you want to be the RPO, faster type of offense, you need fast receivers. They don't have those. And they you also need a faster, a faster running receiver. back. Traylon Burks isn't known for his speed. Um, yeah, that's not the that's not their game. So right? what, the, what the hell is the point of drafting gonna, this are guy? You gonna, are you going to put Malik Willis under center and take him out of his element? So you could get the most out of Derrick Henry? I would say most likely yes, right? Are you going to go in the shotgun and make Derrick Henry your star player unhappy? I would say most likely not. That's probably what should happen for the offense to ever succeed. Mm. But really what needs to happen is they can't be on the field together. (laughs) And one thing has to happen for the other to happen. And either Derrick Henry leaves town or or retires or gets injured. Who still is the top dog as far as And then they change their entire philosophy offensively to, to suit Malik Willis's needs which I don't think is a good fit. I think Malik Willis, you know exactly what he is to me. Hmm. He's going to be the backup quarterback in Tennessee for a very, very long time. Okay. At least three more years. A couple guys that I don't think have any kind of staying power. Uh, Skylar Thompson, he came in for a little bit. He shot off the ranks because Tua got hurt. He was in there throwing the ball around a little bit. Great for him, but Tua's the guy. Skylar Thompson is not. Um, Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi. Listen, after watching Mac Jones. If they if they hold on to Bailey Zappi, which they should because he's he's a kid, so like they why would why wouldn't you? I think that's a conversation going forward. I'm sorry, Mac Jones to me just ain't the dude. He doesn't sit, the body language? It doesn't sit well I'm with just, me. I'm just not sure. And Bailey Zappi might be a Spider Man meme where he's just like, oh, I'm you. Say, you like, know, I'm like, not I'm not exactly sure if you don't see anything in Mac Jones, what you could possibly see in Bailey Zappi. And if it's just because he the had name. a couple, maybe because he had a couple exactly. good weeks this year and you see the, the upward trajectory. But guess what? Mac Jones had those weeks last year. And then in year two, 
you get figured out a little bit, and these defensive coordinators got a I'm year not, of film on you. All I'm saying you. is, I'm just, I don't think the the conversation is a wrap in New England think, yet. If, if it's not Mac Jones in New England, if it's not Mac Jones in New England, which it very well may not be, it's not Bailey Zappi either. That quarterback of the future is not present on that roster. You can maybe say the same thing about the Jets. What about a? Um, <laughs> this is off the wall, but like, you know that Puff Daddy song, P Diddy, whatever the hell he's calling himself now. I'm coming home. What about Tom Brady? Back of Belichick next year for a year? What the hell? Why not? <laughs> I mean, listen, we see crazier stuff. We saw Tom Brady leave. Yeah, that was yeah, already yeah, the yeah. crazy. This thing. makes sense. Ready? Um, Todd Bowles. <laughs> right? And then you go over to Belichick. Has and Todd Bowles' like, facial expression ever changed in the history of his coaching career? No, neither just is there. Belichick's. That's, that's true a, too. Not a bad. That's not a bad quality for a coach. The inability to call an offensive play is nah, a bad that, quality. That, you might need to do and that. And I don't think that Brady goes to New England because I don't think that unless unless the Raiders fire Josh McDaniels, right? And Josh McDaniels goes back as the OC. And even then, I still say no Brady way. Brady to the Death Star in Vegas to play for Josh McDaniels. No, no, no. Oh. I'm saying you're choosing that MF for over me. Still <laughs> and now they won't. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, uh, guy that hasn't played yet, nothing out of Sam Howell. We'll figure him out as we go because the the Tyler Heineke show rolls on. If they if they go to the playoffs, um, he's a starter next year, yeah. folks. That's just the way it is. Well, no. I think so. I don't think there's a competition next year. If Heineke leads them to the playoffs after coming in relief because Carson Wentz stinks, Howell is out. Howell does not come in there in training camp like I'm taking this spot. I don't no, think no, Howell no. It will take it's the spot, but I don't I just don't know for a fact that they won't do what they did last year and, and go for a veteran. You know, like there's there's guys out there that are going to become available. Where the hell's Carson Wentz go? Home. He's going <laughs> to be starting quarterback oh, of home. the Carolina Panthers next year. Be coaching. He needs yeah, he needs to do something. He just just quit football. Oh, anyway. You know, you price yourself out of a backup quarterback job. That's what happens with some of these guys. Yes. It's like you can't 100%. get caught you got to take the significant pay cut to be a backup going forward. Anyway, do us a favor, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Definitely like the video on YouTube. That that would help us out if you're watching this. Um, also, you can follow us on Mojo on social media at Mojo. <laughs> you like that? Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, join the Discord. Okay, the Discord is the ongoing conversation right now to be had. You have to go over there to to educate yourself to find out what other people are doing. You can kind of like just pick up a lot of advice from a lot of guys that have crushed the market already. If they're making money, why not piggyback off their bets? Why and not it, piggyback yeah, off their decisions? It's a good opportunity to talk to some of the people that are directly involved with how this whole app functions. Yeah. So you have questions and things like that. Use the Discord because you could watch this show, you could watch all the other content, you could read all you want, but when you could actually have a one-on-one with somebody that works over at T-Squared Mojo's, in the building. It's a, uh, it's a solid <laughs> He's in thing. there. <laughs> Tom. He's no, over there. T-Squared. I hey, was like, that? what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, why not? Is why that is, we're giving that nicknames out here. T-Squared. That is Discord name? I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> I just see Tom. It's just there. Mojo uh, Tom. I'm pretty sure it's Mojo Tom. <laughs> probably is. So, in any event, thank you guys for watching today. We appreciate your support. And, of course, be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday as we are entering week 15. A lot of stuff to cover before we get to Thursday Night Football. So, for Dave Sturcio, Chris Gucci, and, of course, A5 Behind the Glass, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We got one more word out of Chris. I have nothing. I don't oh, know. Oh, yes, nothing I was, just, I was just bringing it home with you. Nothing at all. We're just bringing it bringing all it home. home. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>